Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we are continuing our study in the book of 2 Timothy. And today we come to verses 8 through 10. Going to be taking out a little bit of a bigger chunk here of 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2. Then what we have been taking, been going pretty much verse by verse, maybe two verses here and two verses there, but mostly a verse at a time. But we're we're really looking at here verses 8 through 10. And this is going to be an interesting passage of Scripture because we really get done with some foundational principles on discipleship. On discipleship is what we've looked at so far. And now we're going to see something interesting that the Apostle Paul tells Timothy uh, about suffering and about being uh, chained and about the Word of God going forth. That is just really important to to understand specifically when it comes to discipleship. But b- before we get into that, let's go ahead and let's just read the whole chapter here. Let's start in verse 1 of 2 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 1. And it says, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a good soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crop. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for which I suffer as an evildoer, even to the point of chains. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they may obtain salvation, which is in Christ Jesus, with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying, for we died with him, we also shall live with him. If we endured with him, we will reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, he cannot deny himself. Remind them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit, to the ruin of the hearers. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase into more ungodliness, and the message will spread like cancer. Hymenus, Hymenius and Philetus are of the sort who have strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection is already past, and they overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are His, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, and some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified, and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that the that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. We come here to verses 8 through 10, and it says this, Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for which I suffer trouble as an evildoer, 
even to the point of chains, but the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Now, the first thing we see here, remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead according to my gospel. And this is important to understand because it's the concept of always remember. Always remember this. And this is what needs to be at the forefront of our mind, and that is the gospel. The gospel. We need to remember who Jesus is. You know, that Jesus Christ of the seed of David, what's it saying when it's saying the seed of David? It's that he is the fulfillment of the Davidic covenant, the covenant that God made with David, who said, of your seed, you will have an everlasting king. You will have somebody on your throne. He is the fulfillment of the Davidic covenant, which, of course, the Davidic covenant comes from the Abrahamic covenant, because obviously we know that David is of the seed of Abraham. It is that there would be someone from the seed of Abraham who all the nations of the world would be blessed and we we see this here all the way back to Genesis chapter 3. We could go all the way back to Genesis chapter 3, that there would be one who, who would come from the seed of woman who would bruise the serpent—well, who the serpent would bruise his heel, and he would crush the serpent's head, uh, which, of course, is the work of the devil, destroying that. But we need to remember— who Jesus Christ is. He is the one who crushes the serpent's head. He is the one who blesses all nations, but specifically, he's of the seed of David. He is king. He is the anointed king. He is the fulfillment. He is the Messiah. Wow. Isn't that incredible to stop and to think about? Do you remember that he is the king of kings. Do you stop and remember that he is the chosen Messiah, the one who's come to redeem us from our sin? But then it says this, he was raised from the dead according to my gospel, according to the good news that the apostle Paul proclaims. He raised from the dead. You know, when we're discipling, this needs to be our our heart cry. Jesus Christ is the King of kings and Lord of lords. Because, because what does that say of the seed of David? He's the King of kings. He's coming back. He comes back victoriously with a sword, so you better get right. And he is raised from the dead. He is victorious over death. And because he had victory over death and sin, so I can have victory over death and sin and the workings of sin in my life. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? That needs to be the foref- at the forefront of your mind when it comes to discipleship, that you are remembering the kingship of Christ and the implications of that, that he's of the seed of David, and that he was raised from the dead. He defeated death. He kicked down death's door, sat down, and took his lunch money. That's what Jesus did. He did much more than that. But then the Apostle Paul says this, for which I suffer as an evildoer. What's the for there? It's because of the gospel, of the preaching of the gospel, I suffer trouble, even as an evildoer, even to the point of chains. 
You know, when it comes to discipleship, you need to understand something. There's going to be difficulty. There's going to be opposition. You could suffer like the Apostle Paul suffered, even getting thrown into prison, even having chains. But you need to remember something. No matter what comes up against you, you can say this next statement, but the Word of God is not chained. You know, one of the saddest things is that the Word of God, the way that it ultimately gets chained in a sense, is not from bad people doing bad things and evil things, but it's from God's people not proclaiming the message. You know, Satan can't chain the Word of God, but God has given you an ambassadorship, and if you choose not to walk in that ambassadorship, choose not to represent God or represent Him well, well, in a sense, you're doing something that Satan can't do against God. You're chaining the, the Word of God to a degree. But, you know, no, no amount of evil work against you can chain the Word of God. It's only you who can choose not to proclaim it. That's why you must proclaim the Word of God. And you need to understand that even when opposition comes, if you are faithful, the Word of God's not chained. It's not hindered. And then the Apostle Paul finishes up and he says this, Therefore I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also might obtain salvation, which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. You know, there are souls that are at stake. There are those who need to hear the gospel. There are those who God has ordained for you to preach the gospel to. The question is, will you proclaim the gospel? Will you be intimidated by the thug of Satan, or will you look to the king of kings who came in and stole the lunch money of death, who went and defeated death, who, who, who tore down sin and has made a way of salvation? Are you going to look to the seed of David, or are you going to look to the seed of the serpent? Which one are you going to bow before? Because that's the question that you have. That's what confronts you today. Who will you serve? And if Jesus is God, and he is, then today you ought to serve him. Well, thank you for listening today. And remember Joshua 1, 8, 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and have good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Sometimes he leaves us waiting for his hand to move. Oh, but even in darkness we hold to the promise there's nothing we can't overcome so that war you've been fighting will end in god's timing sing like the battle's been won then you feel it the song that is rising then you can't help but let it out if you're trusting in Can believe it, 
The work has already begun. Know that God's up to something. A miracle's coming. Rejoice like it.